All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC 860-522-9842. Let's talk to Gary in Simsbury. Hello, Gary. Hey, Todd. How are you? Thanks for the call. Hey, yeah, just, something's been kind of bothering me all day here. Now, every time I hear a Biden sound clip, He's always talking about if the Democrats take over, the first bill he will send to Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. And even your newscaster at the top and the bottom of every hour repeats the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't bills originate in the House, go to the Senate, and then Biden either signs or vetoes them. He doesn't introduce bills. Well, presidents can write bills and hand them to a member of Congress and say, uh, propose this thing. And and the House starts with uh, spending bills, but I think either chamber can can fire up a bill and, and get it started. So, um, yeah, no, he's not, he's not restricted from pushing his own legislative agenda into the uh, into the arms of waiting Democrats in Congress. But if, well, if he writes anything, any kind of bill, I'd love to see it. The, well, his. look, <laughs> the, you know, most of the legislation is written by uh, special interest groups and, and handed yeah. off to uh, members of Congress that way. So there's no reason why the president can't be one of those. But you're right. Uh, certainly he isn't going to do that kind of work. And, and no. he wouldn't be able to read one and understand what it means necessarily. No. And, and he keeps repeating that. You know, and again, I'm not I'm not too sure about it. I don't remember, you know, 50 years ago I was very young. But they keep saying that the Roe v. Wade was the law of the land. Was well, there ever in a that bill the... that worked its way through Congress, <laughs> was signed by the president? No, and, the and that's... What, and did that's, that ever happen? Yeah, it didn't, and that's the problem. No. That's, yeah. So it's not, a, it's not the law of the land. You know, I don't... You know, if that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems it just seems very confusing. I don't know what these people are cheering in the background. It's I'm confusing. Not sure if they know what they're cheering about? No, they're cheering that they've got a president who's saying he's gonna. They're just trying to steal back the energy in this election, and, and that's what that's all about. Thank you, Gary. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. The BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher's watching the roads and. Has the latest for us on a Tuesday afternoon commute. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Should we rant or should we go? WTIC 860-522-9842. Let's get the rants going, and we will uh, 
We'll take some phone calls, too, because that's what we do. Yes, I would like to, what? Yes, I would like to know why our fearless governor did not attend any news conferences when the two Bristol police officers were shot and killed and one injured um, to show support. I think he should have been there. I think he should have been at the Bristol town hall showing support instead of being somewhere else, uh, wooing people and passing it off. We have not heard from him. And I think this is a, a, a crying shame of our governor that just doesn't show, he shows that he doesn't care about our police officers. It's a pity. Yeah, well, it's a pretty touchy issue for Jolly Ned, so it's not one he wants to magnify at all. If you want a good daily laugh, just look for Joe's latest gaffe. If you can't find one that Biden has done, I'm sure you'll find one from his staff. 860 The rant line number, 860 Paul calling from Enfield. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Great show. Thanks for having uh, Reese on uh, filling in for you. Uh, two things. Bunker oil. Bunker oil is also used in the marine trades industry for all the big boats, uh, uh-huh. you know, freighters and tankers. Um, and that, that's a primary use. And unfortunately, it uh, it pollutes sometimes if they don't empty it out correctly when they dock. And the other thing is, Laura Levy, she was on... Um, um, Laura Ingram last night, and she's mm-hmm. going to be on Sean Hannity tonight. Oh, good. Thank you for letting everybody know. Yep, no, no problem. They can get a first-hand view of her by watching uh, those shows. All right, thank you for what you do. Take care. Paul, thank you for taking the time to call. Good to hear from you. Hi, Todd. Well, I just want to say how proud I am for the people of Bristol, Connecticut, as a community. They all held strong. They're all supporting the police. Businesses are doing so much for the police and first responders. Todd, I am so proud. And even surrounding towns and cities are pitching in. It's so wonderful to see that there is something that, as a community, that can be done. God bless Bristol. Later. So it is still possible for events to pull Americans together. I'm sorry, but I see the way this whole country is going right now. It's all racism, and it's all this feminine, non-feminine, foo-foo, and gender, and this and that. The best movie that I would show every child in this country right now would be called Blazing Saddles. It was made by Mel Brooks. It exposes all of this. It, it, it takes it down to the point where, at the end, if we all hang together, we win. And it's the best movie ever made. I want everybody to watch this movie and let your kids see it. I'm sorry, but you got to watch it all the way. It's funny. <laughs> all right. I'm not sure how what it does for us, but, but uh, I like that you mentioned it. Well, it's a good movie. Hey, Todd, American Patriot. And let me tell you something about Herschel Walker. He is completely unelectable. He is dumb as a stump. He pulled, put a gun to a woman's head. He's paid for abortions. He says he was an FBI agent. 
all he does is lie. Every, everywhere he must take a play, playbook uh, from Trump and the Republicans. He's right there. All they do is lie all day, every day. Ele- Republicans are completely unelectable because you can't believe a single word any of them say. Well, so it it turns out there's not just Herschel Walker who's presidential material. You're saying all Republicans are presidential material. Hey, Todd, there's something wrong here. Officer Alec Urato is a hero who takes on a vicious madman like Nicholas Rucher to stop his shooting rampage. Now we treat this hero to a mandatory inspector general evaluation process. We have not yet heard of any such mandatory process for Rucher, have we? Why does our society support the need of proof in evaluating the good guy from the bad guy? How did this sick thinking ever take over on us? Peace. Yeah, I don't see it as being sick thinking. If you are arming police officers to carry out the wishes of politicians and they're performing acts of violence in the name of the people because the government belongs to us, then it makes sense that when that use of force is uh, is put into effect, that it be reviewed and signed off on. It's not a critique by its very nature. It's just uh, verifying to make sure the behavior is appropriate. Hey, Todd, it's uh, Spitty from Plainville. What a tragedy of those two Bristol officers and the third officer being wounded. My question to you, Todd, you know if these gentlemen were wearing their vests when they went to this domestic? I tried looking on the computer. I didn't see anything. Todd, thanks again. You have a good day. Thank you, sir. I even heard a mention of the vest, and I was looking around for it, too, and didn't see anything. Hi, Todd. My deepest condolences for the families of the Bristol cops that were shot. May God comfort them and prayers for the one who is still alive and, and with us. And might I suggest starting next week until Christmas for everybody in Connecticut, do something for the police force, drop off donuts, a pizza from next week until Christmas later. Yeah, so some of these are from last week and when this first happened. Hi. I'm your bathroom mirror. I watch you brush your teeth, pluck unsightly hairs, something you might not know. If you voted for Ned Lamont or any of the anti-police Democrat cabal in Connecticut, you have blood on your hands this morning. Hi, Todd. So the jury says that Alex Jones has to pay almost a billion dollars. I think they got it wrong. I think that demolishes the First Amendment, and I think the parents of the Sandy Hook killings are a bunch of money-grubbing, greedy little whatevers. No, come on now. You, you, What people are doing is channeling their anguish into something that looks like a way to gain control of their lives again in a, in a situation that made them, rendered them powerless and hollowed their guts out. You can't judge them for, for, for wanting whatever kind of revenge the system allows it doesn't it doesn't mean i don't agree with you regarding the free speech stuff being of concern they've gotten their fair share they've sued everybody 
and I think they should just go home. No more money for them. Thank you. Well, they've gotten uh, no money, I would assume, so far, and we don't know what they're going to get. You know what happens with these with these court rulings and with the amounts of money they say are going to be distributed. Hey, Todd, uh, just want to mention, uh, you know, I'm pulling for uh, Bob, Mr. Stefanowski, but I got to say, I haven't seen one ad, Todd, not one of his ads where he runs against Joe Biden. I mean, I could be wrong when it comes to politics, but I was taught, you know, you run against the guy who's the most unpopular on the top of your ticket. I mean, he should have at least one or two ads where he runs against Joe Biden, not Ned Lamont, Joe Biden, a very unpopular Democrat right now. You know, and I don't see one of his ads showing where he runs against Joe Biden. If I'm remembering correctly, early on, if Bob spoke, he said the Biden Lamont team or something like that. He used to link them. And I assume that stopped because it became uh, ineffective or no longer where the energy was. In the meantime, every Democrat is still running against Donald Trump. And, and I think you know what I mean, Todd. All these Democrats are still running against Donald Trump. But Bob hasn't put one ad together, unless I missed it, where he runs against Joe Biden. Yeah, I think you Don't missed it. Don't even mention Ned Lamont. I think you missed it. But—, but uh, Think about how the left has spent five, six years now demonizing Donald Trump and that that phantom archetype they've created becomes a thing they can point at and it makes their voters uh, blood boil. And and Biden is viewed as incompetent and weak and too old and all kinds of things, but I don't think he carries that same kind of magic. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. It's me, Ned Lamont. <laughs> hey, uh, looks like you're talking, listening to the new governor here, because uh, I tell you, we might as well just call this race right now. I'm going to beat Bob Stefanowski. I'll beat him so bad. <laughs> He's lucky I didn't beat him in not in the schoolyard or something like that down there in Greenwich, where I grew up. Where, well, you know, we had our own drivers and we had private schools and all that stuff. And, you know, just like you folks out in Connecticut, just like most of the average American Connecticut person that lives in the state, I can feel your pain because I've been where you've been. And uh, Bob Stefanowski, he just doesn't, I don't even know if he knows what he's talking about. And I don't even know. You know, it's not too hard to be governor. You just say whatever you want. Just say whatever's on your mind. And you can just make stuff up as you go. <laughs> Josh, where are you, Josh? Can you answer that question? For oh, oh, uh, that's right. Josh ain't here today. Um, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to vote for me. And uh, Ned Lamont, uh, check my box there and give me a, you know, my family would really appreciate it. We need to keep, keep the, keep the, Keep the cash rolling, and we got some good inside deals down there in Nashville with Annie. <laughs> so I'm good either way. So have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. Explore your options. Oh, Don't yeah. forget to pay your taxes. <laughs> they are Nashville cats, Annie and Ned are. 860-522-9842. Todd, Todd, Todd. This is Ann from Florida. 
And I'm calling to say that everyone by now should know that the Vikings had a stronghold in Newfoundland, which is a province of Canada, I believe. Is that how you say it? Newfoundland? In Newfoundland, which is a province hmm. of Canada, I believe, at least an island. And even before that, it was the people who walked the Bering Strait, I believe it's called. And I believe their name, but I might be wrong about this, was closed. There was. All right, it's too much information for me about these Vikings. I recall the Vikings, though. I studied them in school when I was young, back when history was studied. Mike in Newington, hi, you're on WTIC. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. A couple of callers ago, you had a caller that said that uh, the Democrats are running against Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's actually true. If you look around the country and see how many people he has endorsed that are running, that are election deniers, they're running. Trump is running by proxy through these people. Now, it, what's really sad is that all these election deniers are going to have the possibility of being in positions of power when it comes to elections. And that, to me, is I worry more more about that than I do about inflation, gas prices, food prices. That, to me, is the biggest danger that we face, that these people will be in power to control elections in their individual jurisdictions. And why does that concern you so much? What would make that... Uh, that- risk be so magnified for you? Well, I'll I'll give you an example. Uh, In one state, and I forget which one it is, they have pushed through legislation which says that the legislation, the legislature, which in that state is controlled by Republicans, will have the say in, in terms of who is elected. That, to me, is the biggest threat to democracy. That's that, I worry more about that than yeah, I Yeah, but do see, about this, whole, this whole threat to democracy idea is marketed by the Democrats through the media as if nothing has ever happened in our system of government that puts our system of government at threat. And I would say we're threatened by what the Democrats have been doing with elections for years. And we, you just have, don't have a marketing campaign to pound it into your head and to make you fearful but these kinds of dynamics are going on all the time mike not to the extent that oh to a much greater extent democrats rig elections all the time i'll talk more about it can't right now though 860-522-9842 because we've got to get to a traffic update the bps lawyers traffic center mark christopher selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Explain what's happening. If you have a smart speaker and you're not using it to listen to WTIC News Talk 1080, then what exactly are you using it for? Yeah, sorry, Mike. I had to leave you hanging there. But but uh, you can't get all bent out of shape out of a, a message that one of the, the two corrupt political parties, the Democrats and Republicans, I vote for Republicans, but I'm not excited to have to do it. They're just way better than Democrats are in terms of what their the policies they support. But both of them stand in our way and get in the way of good government. That's how I look at it. So don't buy these kinds of messages like um, like Republicans are trying to steal elections and Democrats aren't. That's silliness. The things they accuse Republicans are are ones they are guilty of themselves. I'll leave it at that for now. Joe and Milford, hi. Oh, oh, There's nothing wrong with a little barking. Don't get bent out of shape. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a lo- yeah. That's I'm what dogs do. We can deal with it. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, first of all. Thank you. I wanted to know uh, which election deniers that last caller was talking about. Was he talking about uh, Hillary Clinton? I think or so. Yeah. Was, was it was it Stacey Abrams? Probably or, Stacey Abrams. Or maybe Kamala Harris. You know, they're I think they're the real threat to democracy. Are are they going to claim uh, the next president if it chooses if it if it uh, if it's a Republican? Is, are they going to say uh, he's an illegitimate president too? They well, this is what this is what I find so confusing, Joe. That somebody would listen to propaganda being submitted by a political party into their skulls by pounding it relentlessly in through their business partners in in the mainstream media 
and and then and get fearful. But people do uh, because the environment is so filled with this kind of messaging. Yeah, I it's mean, a very strange thing. Now I know why the dog was barking. <laughs> he knew so, what I was going to bring up. That's right. That's right. He wanted to get his word in there. Thank you, Joe. Nice to hear from you. Yes, it, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, the election rigging the Democrats do. And um, and and there was a story online from uh, government radio. Election fraud has long been an issue in Bridgeport. The unrig coalition seeks to address it. This is from uh, a year ago, August, this story in Bridgeport. The group called the Unrig Bridgeport Coalition is challenging the Democratic Town Committee system that has controlled Bridgeport politics for decades. The coalition includes the Greater Bridgeport NAACP, SEIU, the Working Families Party. They're all trying to make they're all trying to make elections legitimate in Bridgeport. The story says it claims the committee is responsible for the recent corruption scandals in the city, the Democratic Committee. So there you go. There's plenty of it that goes. They don't publicize what they do. They, they point the finger at Republicans, as usual. 860-522-9842. Call in a rant. 860-751-4698. Tom Scott will be here in a minute. Mark Christopher has a traffic update for us. Mark's in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, indeed. Tuesday and time for Tom Scott. Once upon a time a state senator, since then just a wise old man. Hello there, Thomas. How you doing today, Todd? Great to have you here. You know, I, I've noticed uh, with your callers and, and with, the, to some extent, the rant line, the decibel level is going up a little bit as we get closer to Election Day. Uh, people who who are exhibiting a, a degree of passion that mm. we didn't hear on your show over the summer, but also the national climate, I think, yeah. is emboldening people and they want to be part of it. You know, they're sitting around in Connecticut thinking, well, this is a blue state. Blumenthal is a big hump, but he's going to get elected anyway. And this, that and the other thing. And, 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 and it's sort of the doldrums for Republican voters, especially conservative Republican voters. But, but there's some energy out there nationally, which I think is spilling over to your callers. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, that's what, that's what this is about. It's squeeze time, and the whole dynamic changes once you get into this window where you're three weeks away from the election. You can feel the intensity build, and you understand that that the whole drama is hitting a, a different peak. Yeah, and in a state like Connecticut, people are wondering, you know, what can we possibly do? Well, obviously you can vote, you can volunteer, you can send a donation to your favorite candidate in Connecticut or in Arizona or Georgia or Nevada or, or one of these swing states for the U.S. Senate uh, prospects, Pennsylvania, Ohio, I can go right down the list. But in Connecticut, uh, uh, I, I think you're seeing some energy now. Now, the reality check is that the polls are still bad. And I'll say what I've said before, although I agree with you last week and the week before, you noticed 
some momentum and you were commenting on it. You know, you've got your own, you know, you've got a daily focus group there on WCIC. Mm-hmm. You're able to, to, to hear people and, and actually measure in your own mind in real time uh, the kind of changes that are occurring. But, but the reality is we're still behind in Connecticut. No, no question about that. If we have a red wave nationally, and I might even say a tsunami, which is even better than a red wave, nationally, that will spill over into Connecticut. But our statewide candidates and good old George Logan there in the 5th Congressional District, they've got to be you know, somewhat above the margin of error to, to pull it off, because I'll say what I've said 100 times on your show. The Democrats have a ground game. In fact, we saw... This weekend, they had their their traditional get out the vote rally in New Haven. All the usual suspects were there and all the union leaders were there. And, and the unions pledged. And these are mercenaries. These are hired people. They pledged that they would knock on 20,000 doors just in the city of New Haven between now and Election Day, never mind Election Day itself. So when you hear the polls and the pollsters talking about likely voters versus registered voters who aren't going to vote, you have to add between 2 and 4% of those unlikely voters who suddenly become likely voters because the unions and all these coalition groups are dragging people out on Election Day. Mm-hmm. So for us to win, you actually have to be ahead of the polls. It's a remarkable situation that the unions exist in the way that they do and have the uh, invasive kind of impact on elections that they have, and that, that's just been allowed to develop. It, it confounds me that Republicans ever let that happen? Well, you know, Todd, we've got to deal with the the hand that we've been dealt. But I'll I'll tell you, there's one uh, item in particular, and this this is sort of exhibit A on what's happening with the economy. And there's nothing the unions or anybody else can do about it, including as it relates to some of their own members. And that is the 401k statements that Mm -hmm. people received or are receiving in October. I mean, some people have lost 20% or more of the value of their 401k. Just today, CNBC indicated that uh, uh, stock and bond investors are are worse off now statistically than any time since 1969. Who even remembers 1969? <laughs> you know, you got to see photos of Woodstock to remember what yeah. that era was all about, right? And and that's a reality check. And and abortion is fading as an issue with swing and persuadable voters. A lot of those people, because I've been looking at these national polls, Todd, as I know you have, a lot of people who were, who were concerned about Dobbs, who were swing and persuadable. I'm not talking about hardcore lefties who, who view abortion as, as, as a political sacrament and, and are energized and will do more and will, who will come out and vote. But those swing and persuadable voters who were concerned about abortion are now more concerned and are putting a lot more political weight as it informs their vote on Election Day on the economy and on inflation than they are on abortion. So there are swing and persuadable voters who who are not happy that Roe v. Wade was overturned. But as they look at their own 401k statement and as they as they do their own research and just even hear anecdotally that what happened in Dobbs, the Supreme Court decision, is not nearly what the hysterical media first reported it as being uh, in terms of banning abortion and making criminals out of doctors and women and all that. 
And as more and more people understand the concept of federalism and understand that every one of the 50 states are going to make their own decisions, they realize it's not as it was originally portrayed by the hysterical media. Do you think there is, uh, I mean, is there evidence of that, that what you're saying has has penetrated the environment? Is that why it's calming down? The What you see back coming back from the polls is that, that voters aren't as concerned about abortion as they were a couple of months ago. Is that why? Yes, that is. But you're also seeing more informed voters. In other words, some of the polls dig a little deeper. And, and you can see that some people aren't as concerned about abortion, not because they don't care about the issue, but rather they understand that it's not as it was originally portrayed. Well, that's interesting. It's nice when people get to, uh, to, to understand, one, that they were being, you know, had, had reality misrepresented to them and then get mad maybe that, yeah. that it was. And not, not huge numbers either, Todd, but, but in this business, of, of 2022, we're fighting over, you know, seven to maybe 10 or 11 percent of the of the voters in America. So so if 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 a small percentage of that number, which every, remember, every voter who switches from being pro Biden to mm-hmm. anti Biden, in other words, if Biden is the symbol of how people are going to vote, you know, you could say to a lesser extent, it's Pelosi, Schumer, et cetera. But if Biden versus Trump, is how people are voting as Trump fades in people's memory because he's not on the ballot. And as more and more people ignore and turn their backs on that freak show in Washington known as the January 6th committee, uh, uh, it, it becomes more and more apparent that people are going to vote their own financial self-interest. People are concerned about the future of this country, yes. not in a way that you and I talk all the time about what's happening to our whole culture uh, and, and our military and our foreign policy and all that. But but bread and butter issues are front and center now, which is the I mean, of all the issues people vote on, if if we're scared about finances, that's the most compelling thing there is. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know, I've, I've got my own wish list. I, I don't want to jinx anything. But if these Republicans take the majority in the House and if they squeak out a majority in the Senate, and we better hope and pray for that, by the way, if the Democrats pick up another two seats, they're going to get rid of the filibuster. But if, if we take the House, which I think is extremely likely, and and take the Senate, which is, I would say I'm almost at the point of saying probable, if you look at some of these mm-hmm. races and understand that, that if they're close in Nevada, we win. If we're close in Pennsylvania, we win. If we're close in Georgia, we win. The, the, the trend favors Republicans. If we take the House and the Senate, no more excuses. Republicans have to deliver. And they have to deliver on the economy. They have to deliver on all this woke nonsense coming out of these uh, uh, federal agencies. They have to deliver on reining in the Department of Education, on the military. And I mean, I can go right down the list. But, you know, I'll tell you another thing they ought to do. They ought, to, they ought to turn the tables on these Democrats, and they ought to start treating Democrats the way the Democrats treated Trump and, and how they treat Republicans. And I'll give you an example. A lot of people may not realize this, but, but the House of Representatives has the constitutional authority to seat their own members and to expel their own members. And I think one of the things they ought to do after they get through with a lot of the serious stuff on the economy is they ought to investigate Adam Schiff. The, the California congressman, that 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 liar uh, uh, who was chairman of the Intelligence Committee, who who is also not a liar, but a leaker 
who is more responsible for Russian gate than almost anybody else out there. And it is a crime to leak classified information. That guy ought to be investigated, and the Republicans, if they find him guilty, which I suspect they will, they ought to expel that guy. And, and that will fire a shot across the bow of these people who have been attacking our country and abusing their offices. And it's corrupt, Todd. And I don't mean in a felonious sense that they're putting money in their pockets. I mean, there's always some of that going on, right? But what that guy did, and there are others, but, but he's the symbol of it. What that guy did should, should, should be, his, his behavior should be punished. Our country deserves that he be investigated and, and that, he be impu- that he be punished because it symbolizes what's wrong with the abuse of power by the Democratic Party in America in, in 2022. Is there a way to stand up to them and put a stop to it without also escalating? Because the concern would be that if you're offer if if you're allowing the energy of the most extreme wing of both parties to to act out in the way that you're describing, that that's kind of a race to the bottom. Well, except Todd, if if we can go back to some uh, previous episodes on your show where I was pleading with Republicans not to adopt the behavior of the Democrats when it comes to the Justice Department, for example, mm-hmm. where they're abusing the Justice Department and going after parents at, at Board of Ed meetings. That's not what I'm talking about here. Adam Schiff, as chairman of the Intelligence Committee, abused that position in a way that harmed our country, that led to an impeachment of a president, which put a lot of the policies of that president on hold, which the American people voted for in 2016. That is egregious behavior. It's this other stuff. We should not retaliate. This isn't vengeance, by the way. We should not retaliate with the Justice Department the way the Democrats are abusing citizens today. They should get rid of those 87,000 yet-to-be-hired IRS agents, and they should go after Adam Schiff and people like him to, to make clear to everybody that Republicans are not going to tolerate that kind of abuse of power. Well, it's, it's certainly um, exciting to think about that some limits would be drawn the concern is escalation that just spins out of control at the slightest provocation because the, the war between the two sides is at such a, a fevered pitch right now. Well, you know, Todd, that's not going to change. And I guess that's, that's another reality. And we've talked about this in the past. I mean, the days of a, of, of a bipartisan Congress are, are long gone. And, and Romney is a dinosaur. He's just mm-hmm. an opportunist. Cheney lost in a primary. She's gone. Those are the two I can point to. There are two or three others. The reality is, politically speaking, uh, we're at odds with the left in this country in a way that we have irreconcilable differences. <laughs> and as Ronald Reagan used to say about the Soviets, detente and glasnost, forget that. We need victory over the Soviets. In this case, yeah. we need victory over the left-wing Democrats who are out to destroy this country and would never give us quarter, by the way, uh, politically speaking, if the shoe was on the other foot. Just look what they've done in the last six years alone. So we can't work with these people. We have to defeat them. We have to defeat them at the polling place. We have to defeat them uh, uh, on, on, on the, in, in the public square of ideas. We have to beat them legislatively on the floor of the House of Representatives. We have to beat these people at everything. There can be no accommodation with people who want to shred the Declaration of Independence, yeah, well, the Bill of Rights, and the Constitution. You that all sounds good. People. you got to beat them. 
That all sounds wonderful. Because we do have to save the country, Thomas. Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, I, I want these Republicans to win, Todd, in a way that I haven't in many years. But, but what they do with that victory is, is, you know, history will record what they do with that victory. And on behalf of my children and your children, I hope they do what's necessary to save this country. Tom Scott, I like you. So your energy is getting picked up, too. Well, I'm, I've been studying these polls, and, and you know, I, I, I'm an old hand at this. And, and back in June, um, I was quite optimistic that, that Republicans had a pretty good shot at this. And then we've got the peaks and the valleys. Yeah. We've got, you know, the, the Dobbs decision and, and this, that, and the other thing. But the, the bottom line is, this close to Election Day, momentum is, is that one coveted thing that money mm-hmm. can't buy. Money can enhance it. Yep. But money can't buy it, and Republicans have momentum. I just hope it's enough that they finish strong nationally uh, when the polls close at 8 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time on November 8th. That'll be a beautiful thing, Tom Scott. Thank you so much, sir. We'll talk to you again next week. And thank you, everybody, for being here today. And off we go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher, checking the roads once again. What's the latest, sir? All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.